Hello, and welcome to Beyond the Veil. Today, Cam's back, guys. <laughs> Very enthusiastic. We have a Christmas special for you. Apparently, it's really hard to find Christmas-related mysteries and crimes, so there's only going to be one. Um, today, we are covering the Covina Massacre. I do have a few trigger warnings for this. We've got mentions of suicide, gun violence, multiple homicides, and arson. So please proceed with caution, as this is going to be quite a disturbing episode. Let's go beyond the veil. The 24th of December 2008, Christmas Eve in Covina, California, and 80-year-old Joseph Ortega and his wife, 70-year-old Alice Ortega, loved Christmas and had decided to have a Christmas party with family and friends. There was about 25 to 30 people in attendance, including all five of their children, Charles, James, Alicia, Sylvia and Letitia, and Joseph and Alice's grandchildren. The party and festivities had been in full swing. They had eaten and were now playing games and enjoying each other's company. The adults were in the front rooms, whereas most of the children were in the garden or back of the house, playing video games and with each other. Then at 11.30 came a knock at the door and eight-year-old Katrina user Filoski, the daughter of Latricia, ran to answer it. No, an eight-year-old answering the door is never a good sign. Especially at 11.30 at night, like, yeah. what are you thinking? I get, like, this is a Christmas party and... Probably most of the adults are like pissed, but eight-year-old me would not be allowed to answer the door. That's all I'm I'd saying. I've been in bed at that time. <laughs> as Katrina opened the door, she saw a man dressed as Santa Claus holding a present. This excited the young girl, who began yelling that it was Santa. Seconds later, Santa shot the eight-year-old girl in the face. Oh my god! Shortly after, two of her uncles fell to the ground, wounded as they were shot. As soon as the shots were fired, the adults began to panic, quickly grabbing their children and fleeing the scene. Joseph and Alice, with their three daughters, Alicia, Sylvia and Latricia, as well as their daughter-in-law, Teresa, tried to hide from the gunman under the dining room table. I feel like that's not a good hiding spot. No, under the table is historically not the best place to hide. This was no use, as the man began to sporadically shoot. Although both James and Charles had been shot, they both attempted to restrain the gunman, but this would ultimately fail, resulting in their deaths. Joseph, Alice, Sylvia and Alicia were all shot and killed. After the man finished shooting, he unwrapped the gift that he had to reveal a homemade flamethrower. He used the flamethrower to cover the house in gasoline. He used two gas tanks to make a makeshift bomb that would engulf the whole house in flames. By this time, multiple neighbours had rang 911 to either report shots fired or the newly appearing blaze. The only surviving daughter, Letitia, was able to escape and survive, ringing the police in hysterics. When the emergency services arrived, the fire was massive and took about 85 firefighters over an hour to put out. Out of the 25, three people were injured. Eight-year-old Katrina, who had opened the door and been shot, luckily only had the bullet graze the side of her face and survived. A 16-year-old girl was injured after being shot in the back, and a 20-year-old woman had hurt herself, jumping out of the second story window to try and escape the blaze. Nine people died in total and due to the strength of the fire, the victims were only identified via dental records and medical records. The victims were Joseph, Alice, Sylvia, Charles, Alicia and James Ortego. 
Alice's son Michael, who died alone upstairs when the explosion went off, Charles' wife, Cherry Ortega, and James's wife, Teresa. Once on the scene, police immediately questioned the survivors, trying desperately to identify the gunman dressed as Santa. Most survivors said they had recognised the shooter, including Letitia, who told police she was sure it was Sylvia's ex-boyfriend, Bruce Peldo. A neighbour also reported seeing a car leave the neighbourhood after the incident at around 11.45, so police immediately started the hunt for Bruce. Meanwhile, police in Silmar, California, a short drive from Kavina, received a call from Brad Peldo, Bruce's brother. He had just returned home from a Christmas party to find his brother, Bruce, dead on the floor in a pile of his own blood. Bruce Peldo had committed suicide by placing and shooting a gun in his mouth after his rampage. The guns he had used in his massacres lay scattered around him. It is believed that Bruce's original plan was not to commit suicide, but to run away, as he had a plane ticket to Illinois. From his attack, he had suffered many second and third degree burns, even having parts of the Santa suit he wore melted into his skin. After the incident, Bruce had changed clothes and drove to his brother's house to commit suicide. How much do you have to hate your brother? Yeah, I know. Imagine just coming home, like, <laughs> pissed out of your Christmas. head. Just bit been pissed, at, a bit merry. Been at the work party. You get in, you get off, you're pretty happy, and then your brother's just dead on the floor. Like, what? He really wanted to be found then, I guess. Yeah, he really wanted... He was he just a little attention seeker, is it? After tests, it was also found Bruce had cocaine in his system, suggesting this might have been the reason he went through with his plan. I don't believe that his plan was just a spur of the moment, though. Like, it was definitely planned out, because he must have known... This is when they're going to have a party. Yeah, this is when they're all going to be there. I'd imagine he thought about it properly and he had a plan, but I I do think maybe the reason he had the courage to go through with it properly was... Was the cocaine. Probably because of the coke. Bruce had also rigged his car with gunpowder, so it would explode when the police tried to interfere with it. Jeez, he really went the... The extra miles. miles didn't he? Bloody, bloody hell. I wonder if he did that before or after. What, after he died? No. <laughs> After the massacre. In 2004, Bruce and Sylvia uh, Ortega first met, and a couple of months later they had wed. At the start, things seemed good, and the couple looked as if they had a bright future. Things would turn sour, however, mainly over the financial situation of the two. Although they both worked, Bruce earned more. He would refuse to open a joint account with her, or even contribute to his three children. As he said, he brought no children into the ma- marriage, so it wasn't his responsibility. I'm so confused by that statement. Did he not? Did he not have sex with this woman? No, they weren't his kids. They were Sylvia's. Oh. Um, and he believed because they weren't his, it wasn't his responsibility to care for them. Well, if he's made a commitment to this woman, by extension, he's made a commitment to the kids. So, by uh, technicality, it is kind of his. Job, yeah. I don't get why they got married if this is his mentality. Like, I get things seem good at the start. Why was but... she not like, hmm, red flag? <laughs> However, it was discovered that Bruce actually did have a child. Um, so this was from a previous marriage. And the mother had left Bruce with the child. Where um, was he hiding the child? He wasn't hiding. <laughs> Spence. What? <laughs> his ex-wife had the child. Oh, and then she... Oh. It wasn't just... It wasn't just have it in a cupboard. <laughs> that's, that's I will feed you later. <laughs> that's what he makes it sound like. Bruce's ex-wife had left the child with him, and when she returned, the child had 
drowned in the pool. And what? he was just holding it, looking at it. So she obviously went to, like, took it to the hospital and everything. Got, got it all sorted. And the kid did survive, but due to lack of oxygen to the brain, um, it obtained brain damage. So his kid, Matthew, was only 13 months old oh. when this happened. So That's horrific. That's very unfortunate. So after the kid got brain damage and they had to take care of it and look after it. Bruce then got a divorce from his wife and well, his ex-wife and stopped caring for it. But obviously Sylvia, when he, she was in a relationship with him, didn't know this. And Bruce still claimed the child um, to get less tax. Bruce and Sylvia would divorce in 2007 and Bruce would lose mostly everything in his divorce, potentially a driving factor for his actions. I mean, there aren't really many things to say after that. Um, that's horrific. Yeah, it was clearly a deeply psychotic man taking out, well, I guess what we could consider his pain. But I would, I wouldn't go as far as saying pain. I'd say his depravity. Yeah, I guess so. I think that's a better way to explain it. I mean, I think the whole coke thing. There's no way he just took some coke and then was like, you know what, I'm just magically going to come up with this plan. Well, it was clearly meticulously planned that he would oh, well, do Well, he has to get a Santa suit. No one just has one of those lying around. Besides from me. That's a bit weird. Don't admit that. In public. Don't have a Santa suit at all. <laughs> Good. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> but no, um... The thing is, though, I think where it is clear that there was some effect had by the drugs is stuff like that like I imagine he probably wasn't aiming to have his clothes melted into himself like, that probably wasn't his goal yeah no definitely and I mean people that believe he was going to run away after sort of say that the reason he maybe didn't is because of what happened to him because of it well yeah probably I think um, A you'd be in a lot of pain mm. B Probably emotionally, obviously, I don't really know that much about coke. I don't really know how it works fully. But I know um, that on the come down, usually people don't feel too great. Yeah. So probably like combined with like the realisation maybe what he'd done. Mm. If I don't know. But probably, he definitely probably, just probably off did. He, got a bit burned. he probably just didn't plan for him to get, you know... But if you're going to run around with a fuck-off homemade flamethrower, like, don't cry when you get burned. That's actually really true. Thanks for joining us for another episode. This one was a bit different, because I don't think either of us um, felt comfortable about basically laughing at any time in this episode. It's been pretty horrific, so thanks again. You know where to go if you want to make suggestions for future episodes. (laughs) Merry Christmas!